G'day and welcome to the Cultivate Farms podcast. Sam Marwood here and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We're thinking of as many ways to get you onto your farm or help you to step back and we really hope you find all this information useful and inspiring. Let's get you farming. G'day everybody, my name is Sam Marwood, I'm the co-founder of Cultivate Farms and we're all about making it possible for young people to become a farmer and and since we've given you that hope you can be a farmer, we want to get you farm ready and we've been trawling all over Australia trying to find the best people, the best organisations out there that can help your dream uh, become a reality and that's why today I have Toby Locke right here from the Future Farmers Network uh, and we're going to have a chat about all things future and farming. Toby, thank you very much for your time. That's a pleasure, Sam. Thank you for having me. Uh, mate, I'm in Albury in New South Wales. We're about to you. You're, you're Sydney, is that right? Yes, so I'm in Sydney um, and I, I do a lot of travelling from here, but based in Sydney at the moment. And you've got a vertical farm or something in your... <laughs> We've got you know? urban farms, vertical farms everywhere, as you can see in the background. <laughs> uh, well, mate, you're, you're in the... I'm gonna, I've got a question about the Future Farmer Network, but um, given that you're in the city uh, and you're involved with lots of future farmers, have you got a feel for why does why does anyone want to be a farmer? What is what is it? Why why are there so many people following you guys and and passionate about it? Mate, there's so many reasons to want to be a farmer. I think you know you're working outside. In a in a lot of instances, you're working with animals and watching things grow in a in a sense right in front of you. You're you're a part of rural communities and, and remote communities that are so welcoming and, and it's like a big family. Um, speaking from a biased and a personal perspective, I suppose, I've I feel very lucky to have grown up in a rural community and on a farm. Um, you know, I I got to work side by side with my mum and dad and brothers growing up and and we would all be a team together. And that's something rare these days, I think, to actually see your parents at work and be contributing to it. So um, that that was something that gave me a bit of a sense of pride and, and I think that's a reason for me, but everyone has their own reasons to why they'd love to be a farmer or, or be out in the bush. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um... I was just seeing uh, a video today of, I think, the American uh, agriculture minister and he was yeah. talking about this 0.01% or something of America's population that are farmers, but without them, no one else could do their, their job. You can't go off and be a lawyer and then um, and think, oh, how do I grow my food and put that on the table? Um, exactly. So there's something exactly. powerful uh, about that role, the role of farmers to allow society to operate. Um, oh, I completely agree. And, and we actually just had a trip over to China with National Farmers Federation and a few young horticulture farmers about a fortnight ago. And that was something that popped up a lot about the sheer number of farmers over in uh, China. So it's completely the opposite to Australia and America because they're on such small-scale farms. They actually just have so, so many farmers. Mm. Um, but that's a different challenge in itself with training and upskilling young, pe- young people into the industry because there's just so many of them. Love it. Mm. And you're, so you're in the city. Do you, and with your the network, do you see many city people who are they're stuck at their laptop um, overlooking another skyscraper um, <laughs> desperate to be a farmer and they just can't what is there is there this uh, underlying passion within 
uh, most people in Australia that is lying dormant and unfulfilled. Is that what you're finding? Or? Yeah, look, I, I see a bit of it in the city. And yes, I definitely notice some people that really want to be out on farm or, or even just in a regional area to get that uh, taste for it. So I don't know. I think, I think it comes down to that lack of education and that city versus country gap, that old story. Um, I think it, it's something I have a personal passion for and Future Farmers Network, bridging that gap as much as we can and letting people know that, you know, you didn't have to grow up on a farm anymore to actually be out amongst it. You can you can do what you want and, and there's opportunities such as Cultivate Farms and organisations like ourselves that want to help you do that. So, yeah, anyway, it's it's something that, I think a lot about and it's it's amazing in modern agriculture that you can bring any industry you want almost into agriculture so you name it technology science um, even tourism these days you actually can mingle with agriculture you know there's there's dairy farms in Queensland where yes it's an operating dairy farm but his main income is showing school kids around and learning about where milk comes from so people need to think about that as well you don't need to be completely all farming mm. you can actually still have other passions and adapt those passions because there's a hunger for it in agriculture yeah that's that's uh, that's a really good point I love it and, and it is a bit, a bit of a weird feeling. Like I, um, if I, a weird situation in agriculture that if I, my dad was an accountant or mum was an accountant, there'd be this thing, oh, I've, I've got to be an accountant or the only way I can be an accountant is if I've inherited this in accounting. But um, no other industry really does that. Uh, I know, exactly. And it's something that it, it's always been the way, hasn't it? You, if you didn't grow up in agriculture or you didn't have an uncle or an auntie that, that was in agriculture and weren't exposed to the farm life. You didn't really consider it as a profession. So it's really good to see in my eyes that, that it's really expanding now and especially people in the city are considering, um, you know, coming on board even if it's agribusiness. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really positive step for agriculture. So let's say I'm a, a lawyer sitting right now in, in Sydney um, and I can't see the harbour because I've got a terrible view from my office. And I'm there going, ah, oh, I'd love to be a future farmer. Like, why would I, what, should, I jo- should I join the Future Farm Network and what do I get out of it? What are you guys doing? Yeah, so, well, the first answer is 100%. Yes, you should join the Future Farmers Network. I haven't really given a, a perspective on FFN. So, uh, in a nutshell, um, we support 18 to 35-year-old young people in agriculture. Um, that, that Although the name suggests it, it, that's just farmers, it's actually um, all agribusiness as well. We support throughout the supply chain. And um, the way we do support the future of Australian agriculture essentially is through a range of reasons. Um, events, we put on a lot of events. Um, you may have heard of Young Beef Producers Forum or Youth Ag Council. Um, we provide webinar, uh, webinars, educational webinars that can cover anything that um, you may face or need to know in agriculture, mental health and um, access to land, access to capital. And um, also, we do provide just a network of young people all around Australia. So there's great state-based organisations that support young people in agriculture, but we're actually the only national organisation that mm-hmm. connects all people together across Australia. 
Um, and yeah, so I think another big thing is we provide up-to-date information. So that can be industry information that's, um, that's going on or um, bursaries or scholarship opportunities, job opportunities. Um, and something that we also do provide is our own bursaries. So we sponsor people to go and further their careers or their studies. So it's a great network to be a part of. I'm actually honoured to be a part of it and working for it because it's something that I have a real passion for and I, I get to live and breathe that. So, yeah, I, I personally think definitely join along and there's there's great groups out there that can help you get amongst it all. So, yeah, that's my little spiel. Love it, love it, mate. I'm going to, well, I think, I don't know if I've signed up. I probably have. I should have. No, awkward. You better have. Oh. I'm ca- cutting the call. Uh, well, uh, so are you a future farmer? Like, is that your dream? You want to uh, eventually get back on the land? What's your... Yeah, it's a really tough question and something <laughs> I toss and turn with most nights. Um, it's, it is something I really think about a lot. My family are on a beef and lamb farm in northern New South Wales. And to go back there... Every weekend I try to. I absolutely love it and and it's such a great feeling for me to go back. But in terms of giving you a confident answer of yes or no, I, I don't actually know, Sam. I wish mm. I did know. And I suppose one thing I do know and I can tell you is I am stoked to be back in the agriculture sector. I worked for a while in marketing PR and... And it feels much more at home to be in agriculture. The, the actual people I work with, the work I do, the travel into rural and remote Australia, I, I wouldn't change that for the world. And, um, yeah, I, I suppose one other thing to do with near farming and agriculture is I do know I will live in a regional area. Um, you know, I plan to move back into northern New South Wales and, and stay there. So, well... I stay in a regional area. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't answer your question exactly yes or no, <laughs> but being in a regional area and being a part of agriculture, 100%. Um, yeah, I think it's that tricky tricky thing. Isn't it? I think even knowing that you can be a farmer is probably the first step. That's what we promote is that at least have the, have, know that there's hopeful you can, can be a farmer and then you can spend the next few years trying to figure out whether you really want to make it happen. Um, yeah, I think the options are the other the key thing the key thing that kills dreams is not is knowing that you're never gonna ever be a farmer it's impossible so exactly and that's that. that that's what you know we've seen over the last couple of decades if you didn't have your family on the farm how, how did you do it so mm. it's great that organizations such as yourself are popping up to actually give that hope that is great correct answer <laughs> Toby. Uh, <laughs> um Mate, uh, just on that on that idea of you moving back to the bush, um, have you got any ideas? Like, are you going to chat to politicians or uh, all the big hitters in Australia around how do you attract more young people back to the bush and to agriculture? What, like, what are the things that we're missing that we need to be onto that you wake up really frustrated about that uh, yeah. we need to fix? Yeah, I actually have been doing that, funnily enough, recently because I've been thinking about my own move and how how our members at Future Farmers could could learn a bit more about that as well. So um, there's a big campaign at the moment with um, 
with the government get out of the city, hashtag get out of the city, which I think is a great idea and there's so many benefits to it. More money, cheaper rent, more space, less stress. I, I won't stop if you start. <laughs> but um, I think the big, big pushes to actually get city people out of the city and back to the country um, there's a real intimidation. It comes up a lot, but it has to be mentioned is connectivity. You know, it, if people don't have access to fast internet, phone service, how can they run a business? A farm is a business these days. So that just has to be fixed. And when I was in China, you know, no matter where you are, you have full service, middle of nowhere, it doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. we need to be at that point. Um, and... We run, an, we run an annual survey with our Future Farmers Network members and constantly the main two issues are accessibility to capital and accessibility to land. So that feeds right into your hands, I know. That wasn't planned, but it, it actually is two of the biggest issues and, and it's really hard and really expensive to get on farm. So... Um, yeah, I think uh, I think they're really big issues, and if we can tackle them, I think there's no worries. And and the next part of you know, it, how do we keep them there? I don't I don't see that as an issue because once they see the light, there's no going back. You can't go back to traffic and and smog air. <laughs> yeah, well, I've experienced that. I've, I've I was in Melbourne for 15 years, moved there for university and, and a job, and now I'm in Albury. And yeah, I, I go back and meet catch up with friends in Melbourne. I'm like. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I can't live here anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's amazing, isn't it? You sort of see. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So on that topic, because I wanted to bring up this business called Cultivate Farms, which you've you've mentioned, which sounds like a great uh, little enterprise. Mm. So we're trying to get young people farming, and we're and all the research we've been doing the last couple of years is finding that as you mentioned, the top two are access to capital and access to land. Are the two big things stopping people being becoming a, a farmer? It, and we haven't really found many other people doing anything in this field. Like, what is what's going on? Like, it's, I read an article the other day. I put it in my. I think I did a video on it. On a 1968 article about a modern or new farmer, a city farmer wanted to become a farmer, and they said the biggest issue was access to capital and getting a loan. So how long ago is that? 50, 50 years 60 ago. 60 years ago, same issue. Uh, what? And we're, we're, last mm. two years we're doing this research trying to find what's the solution. It's how do you, it's eliminating the, the barrier to, to capital. Um, we think we've got a, a cool option, but we, we want other people doing this. What's going on? Why, why don't we have any of these solutions? Look, I, I couldn't tell you, but you're right. There's a huge market for it and... And just getting, I'm sure you've experienced it, but getting um, the correct people to match with the correct investors to match with the correct people that are leaving or retiring the farm, that's easier said than done. So, um, look, it it needs to be happening more and, and in my eyes there needs to be maybe a few more benefits, whether that be you know, no stamp duty or governments helping you out. Um, I think there's there's real pushes that we could have to get people back to the bush and they're not happening at the moment. So the old, the age-old family farm versus corporate versus new, it's, it's really tough. So, you know, family farmers 
they are lucky in the fact that they can go back, but yeah. it's still quite hard to to get amongst it and, and have your own farm. It's almost next to impossible to own your own farm from scratch. So, yeah, I the, the answer to how to fix it, I, I couldn't tell you, Sam, but why there's not more, yeah, there really should be people helping out. I think there's a, there's a real issue with, um, I suppose, communicating what, what you can do when you're out there and, and how we perceive people that are farmers or in the bush. So we've started a, a recent campaign called G'day Got A Minute and we, um, we just show a quick minute in the life, a quick snippet and a day in the life of a young farmer where the, whatever corner they may be in Australia and whatever um, agricultural industry they produce or grow so and that's been really successful and it's sort of showing off how many opportunities there are and and getting that um i suppose that engagement back between the consumer and and the farmer so yeah we've seen some really really funny ones come out and and a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback Love it. And I think social media is key. I think people, we need more farmers telling their story of how good it is because um, they've got an audience right there for free through Facebook and Instagram and we need to be pumping more more stories out. So love it. Love what you guys are doing. Man, I'm gonna, uh, I know you've got to run off to some other high-powered meeting, so we're going to wrap <laughs> this up now. Um, but uh, apart from me clicking right now and signing up to be the Future Farmer Network, member and also liking Cultivate Farms and becoming a member when our website loads up very shortly, properly. <laughs> uh, what are the other three things or other things I could do as this lawyer stuck in the city to um, get me one step or two steps closer to being a farmer? Well, I suppose that's the first one. Join the correct groups. Join join the industries you love, their, their industry bodies. Join the young organisations to help you get there and feed you the correct information. And, and those guys can point you in the right direction. So that's just the start, getting that idea of what's going on. Um, I suppose the... The second one I did sort of touch on before, but identify your strengths. You know, farmers these days are, they're, what are they? They're mechanics, they're marketers, they're accountants, they're growers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're everything. So identify your strengths and then point that in the right direction. You know, if you're really good at marketing and, and being a people person, maybe look at horticulture and going out to growers markets and things like that. So um, yeah, there's a real there's a real open mind in agriculture that you can adapt your skills. I think, um, and then finally, um, get in touch with you know I suppose without being a huge plug, um, get in touch with the people that can um, steer you in the right direction, which is you guys and and us and you know connecting you to the retiring farmers or being in the right area where you can meet the right people and doing what they do, being amongst their community, I think that's a real help as well. That's it, practical. Like get out there and hassle retiring farmers is the number one thing we say to people. Get out there and meet them and show them how great you are and then they'll hand you a farm. Exactly. And know know what they do, what they enjoy, go to those places. I think that's that's (laughs) vital. Absolutely. Hustle it's called. I love it. Toby, uh, thank you very much, mate. I, uh, uh, let's close off with one last question. What is your dream farm? Like, where, What is it you're doing what, and what would you be doing on a perfect day and where is it? Oh, this is so, so biased. But 
a cattle and sheep farm in Walker, New South Wales. It is God's country. If you haven't been there, pop up there and um, and. And I haven't been it. there. And what, and what are you doing? You wake up in the morning, the sun's shining, and then what, what are you going to do? You gonna uh, well, to be honest, sorry, welcome people, but the sun's probably not shining. You're in a thick frost and you've got seven layers on. Great. So you just make a cup of tea and sit inside all day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Get the fire on. I uh, love it. Uh, well, mate, thank you very much. Uh, where should people go to find out about the Future Farmers Network? Head to futurefarmers.com.au or um, another really popular thing is jump on our social media, our Facebook or Twitter or Instagram um, and keep up to date with what's going on around Australia for young people. Yeah, and I think uh, Toby said, he didn't say it, but he meant it, that you just spam him with ideas of how to make regional Australia great and he'll make it happen. Exactly. Hit me up. (laughs) All right, Toby, thank you very much. Thank you, Sam. Bye-bye. Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.